That's that. That's that. Desperate Sinti. I don't know what y'all. I don't know what y'all know about that. That's my Duh. boy Noriel. Fuck. My boy Noriel. What? Yeah, yeah. That's that Urbano, that Latin hip hop and Ur- pop. Yeah, yeah. Ur- Urbano. Yeah, yeah. You know what I said. But where you like where you where you live at right now? What's that considered? That considered um, most of the West, time we see it on stuff. It's considered South or Midwest. What's considered? Uh, yeah, what's well, wild? It's considered West. Okay, I just had one to know so I could use <laughs> the proper term my terminology. You didn't move out west. You just changed. Went fool. Went fool on us with the music. I don't know what that is. This motherfucker uh, moved out west and learned a new language. When I went to San Antonio and we visited the, uh, the Alamo and all that, like literally half yeah. the people there speak <laughs> Spanish fluently. Yeah, they, they teach Cali. Next, and, uh, I just want you to know that. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely coming. Nice, figured, um, nice. You know, I would play that song in in honor of that post where uh, from the Facebook group uh, this week was like, "Hey, you know, what's a song that you listen to? Nobody would think that you listen to something like that." So decided to do that little shout out to. Them. You did, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Try to get that I shout out to my boy Noel. Yeah, oh, straight out the mind, straight out the door. I came up with that out of my mind. Straight up, yeah, straight out my mind, bro. That's why we need a water mark. On that. Hey, Marcus, if you listening, I'm gonna holler at you in about a couple of days, bro. Yeah, yeah. So y'all know what it is. Welcome to Talking Animals Podcast. Please. We discuss the hottest of topics from wildly different perspectives. Hey, happy Black History Month to all y'all black folks and white people, too, because I know y'all fuck with us, too, especially if you're listening. So happy Black History Month to all y'all. We got a little treat mm-hmm. for you coming up during the show, of course, because mm-hmm. um, we black and we proud. proud. I ain't going to chant now. I ain't going to chant, but we proud. AF. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A- Fat, black, A-F. ugly as ever. <laughs> we rapping, though. <laughs> yeah. So welcome, hey. welcome once again. We actually did start mm-hmm. a little slow today. Wanted to give y'all a little something extra, but uh, we about to speed it up. Hop into the stable. That's our first segment, first topic this week. Diddy and Hove. You know they coming out with something like a modern day Green Book. Y'all heard about it? I know I have. Yeah, it's supposed to be like some directory for black businesses. I think yeah. it's an amazing idea. I thought the the Green Book back in the day was a really really cool, like really courageous thing. For everybody that doesn't know what the Green Book was, it was a book, literally a book. Um, I'm not sure if it was green or not, but it was full, filled with black businesses so that when black people travel, they know where they could go to safely, where they could go to eat, where they can go to, you know, lay their head down for hotel, all the stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of segregation, a lot of racism going on then. So you had this book, man, these are safe places to travel. It was like the Underground Railroad 2.0. If I'm not mistaken, oh, nice. according to Trigger Warning, it did have green letters. So I, I, I think I, I just watched it a couple weeks ago, but I, I think nice, they had green letters. Nice, nice, they flashed yeah. it real quick. I heard about it in the barbershop talking about it. Really? But shout out to Killer Mike because yeah. I've never heard about that before. I, I can't remember what what podcast I learned about. No, I, I never heard of a green. Uh, so my first time hearing about it was was uh, last year. I try to I try to whenever I can um, I try to whenever I can uh, look for. Um, mm-hmm. Any any podcast that I can that I can you know get myself up on some more Black history, uh, I think it's so important because you know we get fooled, we get fooled by a lot of things, a lot of the history that we taught in school, even in college, man, it's whitewashed, you know. So 
Um, anytime I got an opportunity to learn about something, I try to take advantage of that. And the Green Book I thought was amazing. Um, and I, I can't understand really why it went away. Um, so I'm glad Diddy and Hove coming out with, with something similar now. Um, that's gonna help us and not you know, not necessarily for the same reasons anymore, but for reasons like what Killer Mike talked about in Trevor Warner and the fact that the black dollar only circulates in the black community for six hours. That's ridiculous. Six hours. Oh, it was green. Oh, the book was green. Because <clears throat> it was titled, it was titled yeah, the I thought, Negro I thought, I thought the words green, green Book. They flashed it in, in, in Trigger Warning. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. not the one I, I thought it had at. a tree on. Didn't it have a tree? This one, it has on? like a, it's almost like a scroll or something. And then it has like listed like hotels. What was it? Hotels, taverns, garages, nightclubs, service stations. I mean, stations, that, that stuff could be, like I, mean I, I saw like, like a, I feel like I saw an outline or something. I think it's dope, man. I never, I just, I, I never heard yeah. of it. I, you know, I've listened to, uh, you know, yeah, murder podcasts and shit, crime, crime shit. So I don't be really. Twenty five cents was yeah. expensive back then. Bro. Back then, yeah. Creature of habit. Yeah. But I do like, I love shit like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, way yeah. Think, the way I think about it is though, it's cool that it was twenty five cents because people that was gonna be traveling like that had money anyway, mm-hmm. more likely. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, man, I think that. Uh, it's super important that Diddy and Hope doing. I think it's it's the they're the perfect people to be doing it too, you know, um, because people are looking to them to to be leaders at you know at a time where it's you know it's crucial for for the uh, African American culture, the Black culture. I don't, actually don't like the term African American, um, but anyways, though I think it's crucial for our culture. So I think it's it's dope uh, that those are the two that's doing it. You know, because people look to them a lot of times, and for no other reason, it's because they got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, people always try to try to jump on artists. You know, especially those two, like how you helping the community. You got all this money. You know, so I think I think it's dope. I can't you know, I can't even say it enough. Now, but that that whole thing that Hove doing want people to be vegan though. You can go to hell with that. <laughs> I'm not coming close to that. Fuck all that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing it, bro. Mm-mm. I love them to, fuckers, bro. Gonna have to be some, some moolah involved, oh, oh, if you man. want me to go vegan. Because if you pay me, as a matter of fact, give me a salary, bro. I, I shit, I even work for you. If you gonna down, I I work for you. Oh, I said that security, bro. I did that shit a long time. though. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I get my license back. Get out there, bro. Hell, give me a vest. Yeah. I take a bullet for you. You pay me though. Yeah, yeah. Then I be vegan as you want me to be. Be out there eating straight that. out the ground. <laughs> 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 Bro, hey, for the right amount of money, I'll take a round to the face for you. You feel me? Because literally, yeah. I put I potentially way put my less. life in danger for the last seven years for way less. Way less. Yeah. <laughs> for the right amount yeah. of money, I'll take a round to the face and know it's coming. Ooh, yes, yes. Yeah. You tell me you're gonna pay off my student loans. I'll be vegan for at least a year. I can promise you that. We, we can start with that. Pay off my student yeah. loans. If you I'll pay me, like the stripper got paid in the strip club. She, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I do. I go vegan for a year off that, though. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So, I mean, what? Count up. I said that. Oh, you said easy. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, got to. <clears throat> I, I would absolutely do it. Oh, so if you're listening, bro, if you listen, first of all, if you're listening, it's an honor that you're listening to Talking to Elmer's podcast. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, listen, bro, you throw me that cash, I'll be vegan. We can match green for green. You want me to eat green? Pay me green. <laughs> 
But the one cool thing I will say about the Green yeah, Book, because there's something, because there's been a lot of black businesses like on Twitter where they've been mm-hmm. like tagging Diddy saying, hey, I would love an opportunity to be on the app. Because my biggest thing was, I know they're going to have black businesses, but I feel as though they're going to be certain businesses that might, like there'll be a couple black businesses that might get missed because of what they're looking at. So it's actually cool that some of these smaller type of businesses that may not have as much of following are actually able to reach out to them to say, hey, we want an opportunity to be a part of this. Like that's the one. What's going to be the criteria? Do you know? Well, that part I don't know yet because I was the whole time we've been talking, like I was on Twitter looking it up. I was even just like regularly Googling it. And the last real major news story that was put out about it was back in October of last year. But I've been seeing people post stuff about it saying like, oh, well, I'm hearing that because, of course, everybody's been talking about there's rumors that Diddy is actually about to buy a football team, like legit buy a team. So that then brought in the concept of, well, him and Hove were working together on an app. So supposedly they're still working on it. It hasn't been released yet, but they haven't set any criteria. I guess they may have put out feelers to groups to find out what are black businesses in certain areas. Because, of course, we know it's going to more so be tailored for like bigger cities and possibly like big towns. But I just wonder how they're going to catch them all. So, I mean, one thing, though, if they are... uh... If they do an app and it's not an actual publication, it's easier to oh, catch yeah. them. Hell, because everything online. So you can just do that type of, like, you can just have people register. And then and then they have the criteria built into the application that you mm-hmm. have to put in to be on the app. And that's simple. You know, um, the, thing, the thing about it is, though, I hope people don't get caught up in, like, them catching everything. Because I just want the opportunity. You know, because sometimes... You know, me, myself, you know, my wife will look at me uh, funny or crack a joke on me because anytime we get ready to do anything, I don't care if we're about to buy something, we need a car fix or whatever, I'll be like, all right, cool, check to see if you can find a black on one first. And it's not a racial thing. Wait, I take that back. It's absolutely a racial thing. Um, <laughs> but it ain't It ain't because of, you know, a disdain or dislike for other races but hell i'm trying to build up the black community and that is the way to do it invest in it mm-hmm. that's it so i'm trying to invest my money and so um <clears throat> so the thing about that is you know i hope we don't get caught up in like oh my business is not in the small business that's the same thing that keep black people down a lot of times now that's some crap shit you know like <clears throat> like if, if that happening then that, i mean that ain't gonna work this is true and, uh, yeah so so hopefully they just uh, they just look for you know businesses put whatever on there now you got options if you find if you know some other ones cool try to get them on there but don't like you know knock the other ones or whatever like you know let's just keep it growing um like that so because that was my (laughs) was it was going to be a situation of like let's say for example i have a black business but of course, a bigger restaurant, they're on the app. So then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, well, they ain't put me on the app. Well, fine. Like, I'm a bad, I'm a, like, because the fear is there may be people because their business isn't on it. They may then try to bash other black businesses to try to make themselves look good, which in the end, just like you said, crab in the barrel mentality. Because now yeah, you knocking them down to try to build. Really, all you're doing at the end of the day is 
you're knocking the whole black community down by tearing another one down. Build them up, then they'll kind of like they'll bring you up right there with them. Because they'll say, Oh, wait, this is a company that needs to be talked about. Oh, let's go through the process. Let's get them on here too. So they can get their just due as well. It's all about if you build up one that hopefully can encourage them to say, well, they're giving me an opportunity to be seen. So now I'm going to give these people an opportunity to be seen as well. Help one, that, teach one. Hell That's yeah. Fucking fire. Hell That's yeah. Fire. That is. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it turns into that, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm super hopeful about it. I think it's, it's so dope, you know, and it's funny too that we're talking about it on the pod today. I just had a conversation about it with, um, I was at some friend's house and, um, you know, they're, uh, they're an interracial couple. So, you know, I like to get their views on it because, hell, they live, you know, every day with somebody that opposite race, you know. So I was like, you know, asking um, the black one, I was like, you know, is, it, is that what you do? And uh, she was like, Nah, you know, I don't think about that because we might not share the same views just because we're the same race. But I was like, what about the fact that, you know, you got these other races? And if you look at the stats that Killer Mike talked about, like, was it like Asians that is the, the, the Asian dollars here in the Asian community for like 30 days? I didn't, I didn't, rem- I didn't like remember this. I didn't remember <clears throat> the stats. I just remember when he got to us, it was so low. Yeah, six hours, not even a full day. Um, but yeah, but I think it was Asians like, like 28 days. Somebody else was like 16 days. It's crazy, but. But, you know, what's also wild, though, is, like, I, I get to see that, too. So, you know, um, what, I, what, I do for a lend, what I do for a living is, you know, is I, I work for a lender. So I go to dealerships um, sometimes, and uh, some of them are, like, buy your pay here's. Um, but their operation is tight, like, on the level of a franchise dealership, right? So um, I go in there, and I'm like, you know, have y'all thought about using uh, outside lending or whatever? Because I, I want some of that business, too, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that that they getting because some of them killing. I mean, pushing out eighty cars a month, and cool. you know it's crazy for somebody that's that's somebody that's you know like a a single own uh, dealer, and they don't have no interest, none at all. Like, nah, nah, we straight we gonna keep doing in house notes. But I'm like, yeah, ain't you tired of doing the collections yourself? Blah blah blah. blah. Nope. And then you know, but some of them, I mean, talking about banking, I'm talking about like the last one. One of the last ones I went to again, they keeping their money in the house. Not not just being selfish for themselves, but like they don't want to do deals with no bank. They not they not you know bank not they people, for for the, for lack of a better term. And so, you know, um, the last one I went to, man got a lot full of cars. Got one point six million dollars in inventory on this lot. No floor plan, no loans, all cash, all his. Damn. Man been in business, yeah, been in business thirty years, bro, killing it. Mm. Buy your pay here. And then he got, then his lots look nicer than some of my franchise lots, man. He got, uh, you know, he got, you know, 16, 17, 18 on his lot, you know, new 300, new Camaro, all that. Mm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, booming. But the thing is, though, you know, he kept, he kept all that money for his people. And guess who his, his main customers be? Because he don't advertise. Black people. His, his people. Yeah, his yeah. people. Voice. Now, ima- imagine if Jay Z put him in the green book. Yeah, yeah. Shit. That word of, mu- that word of <clears throat> mouth moves like crazy. You you treat your people well. Believe me, they'll go talk. They'll go tell people about you and send them to you when it's time to buy a car. Yeah. So you got wow, bro. So the, I mean, the possibility is easily there. Um. 
But uh, shit, I can talk all day about that because I'm I'm super excited because it's gonna make it easier on me because now when I'm be looking for a doctor or whatever, I ain't gotta be trying to Google and all that. I remember it took me I don't know how long to find a pediatrician. Uh, Bro, what if it for, turns for my into, baby? What if it turns into Google, like a like black, black Google. Google? What if what if it turns in from the Green Book to Blue Google? Man, I, t- <laughs> I tell you, if if that happens, I'm gonna be rich because as soon as they drop an IPO, I don't care how much each share is, I'm buying it. Got you. I'm buying into it, bro. Yeah. I don't care what the shares cost, nigga buying. But I'm up on the on the brink of greatness. Yeah, bro, like yeah. that would be the biggest and most intelligent investment because I can yeah. promise you, especially because. Technology is already there to where generations that follow are gonna always stick with it. But if you create something like that, that is Mm-mm. just Google. the idea. Anything, well, anything hopefully, black it's, hopefully a better name though. Nah, you bro, think, you're talking you talking nineteen? Bro, Blue Blue would you, be a trash name though. It's like saying bro, brazy. Bro, first of all, it's like it's like saying brazy instead of crazy. First of all, Google <laughs> is talking, a trash name, talking, but it just caught on. Bro. Yeah, but blue, blue. That, you really think blue? You got a point. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah, Google is trash. Hey, you, you got, you got, you got blood popping cripple Yeah, uh, yeah. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> I've been trying to find it too. I and, can't and, find and it. You, and you, and you know they finna be on the green, but yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't find it, bro. On on a real though, bro, this could be like this could be like 1994 Amazon. Yes. Oh yeah. Like 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 one car garage. Shipping stuff down the street, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy a couple I want in, real quick I want in, bro. I want in. You take it out. Gener- that's that gener- that's the generational wealth right there. Yeah, I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to tell somebody. Hey, when we re- when we uh edit this and post it, I'm going at hold. I know he's not really big on social media, but I'm gonna at him and I'm gonna say, hey, listen, I will take a round to the face, <laughs> to the bro. face. To I need face. I need you to know. I know you ain't got nobody riding for you like that right no. now. I would take a round. I'm talking about like Secret Service sure. style. Yeah, we gotta add, gotta add Diddy too, cause he more active on social media too. But hey, listen, yeah, listen, I need to add him. Too. Listen, Diddy, I, got, I, for, I forgot that quick second about Diddy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, my <laughs> bad, Diddy. cause cause we gonna add you, so you gonna hear. Yeah, yeah. Diddy, Diddy hey, moves listen, a lot. Diddy, so bro. He, gonna, he doing a lot he of do. stuff the way he need that security on point. Hey, listen, Diddy, you know yeah, y'all let me get in on this Green Book thing too. Now you know I some people, free, Diddy, free. Free freak, daddy. Yeah, free. Let me know. Around y'all, ain't, y'all ain't got nobody like this. Yeah, bro. to the face. Y'all ain't got nobody like this. I'm talking about <laughs> Chopper sing out. Be right I know about four or five right now. If you tell them you clear this, they you would clear this student loan debt. Them boy will ride for you forever. Listen, I know Diddy got PTSD after all that shit he been through too in Vegas. Listen, oh bro, yeah, yeah. When the when the round when the rounds get to letting off, bro, I'm right there. Listen, I got yeah. you. Yeah, I'm right. Just for student loans. Hey, listen, dude. That would have been that, that would have been busy. But when old cast approached approached soldier like that, dude, so Miss Wong, Miss Wong, soldier sleep, cast sleep. Yeah, yeah, had to. It been it been <laughs> bright lights everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on to our next segment, which is the web. Um, of course, the web each week is where we talk about something from the web, you know, the interwebs, the internets. 
and, <laughs> and this week we were talking about uh, 21 Savage uh, arrested by ICE and the whole fallout with him being from the UK. You know, I'm, I'm going to let one of y'all take lead on this, but I just want to say that 21 Savage, I thought you was from Atlanta. Sir, 21 of Savage. Hello, Governor. <laughs> but now the the whole twenty one Savage thing, like, because I know there's a lot of celebrities who are out here. They're screaming like the memes aren't funny. Y'all are making fun of what's actually happened to this man. But the one thing I feel as though they need to understand, we're not making fun of the fact that twenty one Savage might get deported. No one's making fun of the fact that he's going to be deported. We're making fun of the fact that not a single motherfucking soul knew that this man was actually born in London. Not a soul. Not yeah. a soul. In terms of the yeah, he was in London public. until he was he was in London until he was seven years old. Yep. He's got to have an accent. Yeah. This motherfucker is a monster. I thought actor. he was in London until he was fourteen. Well from what I saw today, yeah, from what I read today, it was seven years old. Yeah. From what I read today. They said he moved to he moved to uh um USA and on, uh, he actually went back like not long after he, they moved here. They said they moved here. He went back for a visit. He came back later that month, and he's been here ever since. Yep. Mm. But his but his visa expired the next year. Yeah. And they and never they, they never thought of it. But the thing is, supposedly he did apply for what's called like a U visa to for it to like two thousand sixteen, I think. Seven, yeah, but 17, 2017. literally, it's been pending since then. Yeah. So I get but, where I get where a lot of people are upset screaming like he's been arrested, yada yada this, yada yada that. Get like I get I don't, get that. I don't that. get that either. This 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 how it. I feel, Limp. This is how I feel. Limp Beasy. This this how I feel. First okay. of all, bro, you've been out here claiming Atlanta. You from London. Let's start there. We'll start from London. From Glasgow. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And ain't no ain't no and ain't talking London on the track either. Talking, talking to oh UK. man, he gave it such a whole new meaning. Though. Yeah, bro, yeah. Bro, did you see that London on the track? And then, <laughs> and then on on top of that, like, bro, Twenty One Savage been a rapper for a minute. He been having money yes. for a minute, bro. Like the fact that you ain't like trying to renew your visa, I it's, I I find it. I I can't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. Not I'm in, sorry. not even the visa. He could have applied for actual citizenship at this point. That too. He been here long enough to. I ain't even think about. I ain't even think about that. I don't even. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, don't know he got kids here? Work. Yeah, he got two. I think. Well, it think used to two. be. It used to be, and I'm not sure if that changed either. But it used to be. Once you have a kid here, you pretty much good. It's 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 a lot of different facets to it because, on um, they was talking about in the Breakfast Club the other day where it's a Pakistani family in New York that this happened to last year, and they moved over here before their kids were born. So you talk in early nineties, I think, and they established like a bodega or either a small restaurant, and they have been working, earning money, paying their taxes their whole life since they've been here, no problems. And ICE got, uh, got them on the radar and said, "Hey, they're illegal. They're here on an expired visa. We're going to get them." And they deported them, even though their kids were born here and are American citizens, and they got deported. And I don't think they're back yet. And I think that was last year. So yeah, I know what you're talking the only about. reason I can sympathize, the only reason I can sympathize with people that are saying, you know, about what's happening to 21 Savage is because of the fact that it's possible 
that it could take for for a long very a very long time for him to come back. Excuse me. Um, but the the problem I see with it where I don't sympathize is like I mean I understand yeah you want to get back your kids over here but you rich you can move your kids over there with you in the meantime if it's that big of a deal because it's going to take a while I mean it, 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 it is what it is it sucks but it's going to take a while for you to get back it's, I mean you got to clear it up it's a bunch of red tape at the end of the day it's really not that major of a deal it's just a bunch of red tape it's not like he came over here and was like you know doing you know his his business was like lucrative fugitive shit. He was a rapper. Like he's he's a known person, and he actually has just recently started doing major things in the community, which is the side that the woke crowd is taking, and why it even happened in the first place. Yeah, but that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But I mean, um, I, I just I feel like you know it's a minor hiccup. That's how I look at it. It's well, a I minor wanna, hiccup for, for, for him. Well, well, I want to get into that story though. You know, because because okay. people are like, oh yeah, he got he got deported now that he's starting to do you know, quote-unquote woke things, you know what I'm saying? Now, since he's trying to be active in the community, he started criticizing the government. Mm, I don't think so, man. You know, but here's... here's, I don't agree with that either. Well, actually, I won't say I disagree, because there might be some truth to that, but the fact of the matter is, bro, when you're going to take risks like that, you got to make sure you're not exposed. And, and And he was leaving himself exposed. Like, motherfucker, you out here, damn, criticizing people, drawing all this attention, and know you illegal. Nah, bro, nah, uh-uh. Because I say I say stuff like that all the time, man. Like, listen, you know, whether regardless of what it is, whether I'm on a job and, and they're trying to fire me or with, no matter what I'm doing, like, listen, if you're going to take me out of something that I don't that I want to be in, it ain't going to be because of something I allowed you to do. You're going to have to dang, figure out some kind of way to get me. So 21 didn't 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 put himself in that situation. He left himself vulnerable. You ain't, you're not going to catch Nikki like that being vulnerable. Bro, that's with and that's with anything. Like, you know, whether again, whether you know, I'm trying to stay in the country, if I'm trying to stay on a job, you're gonna have to find me on some legit stuff. You ain't gonna catch me slipping on a little teeny stuff where you yeah. gotta fire me because you don't like me. Hell, if you're gonna try to kill me, you ain't gonna catch me slipping because I bet I got the pistol with me. You can do this shit. You got to place it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I mean the, the the same way anything happens when you know, when the downside, when the downfall comes, is he got complacent because you think about it. 21 within the past, but before he got rich, really, 21 was a known, you know, uh, criminal. He had a felony. Okay. Um, uh, he was involved in an altercation where someone attempted to take his life. I think he was shot like five or six times, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was able to retrieve the gun from that person that was shooting him and kill that person. So you're a felon. You have gotten shot. You've been a victim. Also, you shoot shot somebody back so that doesn't make you a murderer but it definitely makes you a killer there's a difference yeah um and nobody deported you during all that time so i can understand why the woke people use that as saying oh now because he's doing xyz but i just don't feel like it's true man like i mean nobody's deporting take- him because of that. because he, because he's going to come back i mean let's face it he's going to yeah. be back it's not he like unnecessary coming back to the u.s yeah, I mean, best... it's not. I, I, I could understand it. I could understand the woke people if he was banned from the country forever. Like Twenty One Savage is going to be back. The Pakistani couple that lost their restaurant or their business a while back. That's the. I mean, I'm like, uh, you know, I wonder if they're coming back. But Twenty One, I feel like he's probably going to be back sooner or later. Like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, because at the end of the day, money talks too. Like you know, like uh, because if you think about it, really, I feel like he could continue to further his career no matter where he is like he's feel like he's well enough known that 
you know, if he back in, in the UK, he could still be 21 Savage. That's you what know? I said yeah. in the group the other day. I said, bro, I feel like he got a a, a heavy enough, uh, you know, market in the UK by now, too. Like, we, I'm still, excuse me, if 21 Savage puts out a song in the UK right now, it's not going to be some song that I have to decipher his accent. He's going to sound like he's from East Atlanta. I'm still going to listen to yeah. it. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure most of them people that actually do tracks with him in Atlanta, like let's be honest, they'll fly out to London and rent out a studio so at Bro, that point they can record his same music. You gotta think about it. London is one of the areas where we speak the same language. We got a different accent, but we speak the same language. So we listen to a lot of the same style of music. Like if you in a certain, you know, culture or you a certain ethnicity, we listen to the same style of music. So uh them them cats in London quite often. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's nothing for them to be in Europe. Yeah, definitely so, London. Yeah, so yeah, I I mean I I think you know hey it's it's a big deal, but you know it, I don't think that it's like that big of a setback in reality. You know, I think I mean, he the, can. <laughs> if it, again big, that that family it happened to that's one thing, but him, yeah. Uh, Nah. And see, like, and that's part of the reason why I've actually been getting mad at how I've been seeing a lot of the celebrities talk about because they're talking about doing petitions, like all of this type of stuff. And I'm like, y'all talking so loud and y'all screaming so loud for a celebrity who's big in the UK, whereas this Pakistani family just last year in New York, I didn't hear any of y'all saying, let's put a petition together. Let's get all this money together to get them the best immigration lawyer in the country to defend them. I didn't hear any celebrity really open their mouth to say that. But when it's somebody who is not like if he goes to the UK, his life is now in shambles because 21 now it's one thing if they actually freeze his assets, which I don't believe they've even come close to doing anything like that. But it's one thing if it's like a family who they everything they have is here, and then you send them there and they don't have nothing. But when, like it oh. to me, they I feel as though they need to put their energy in other well, places. The that problem is right now they're worried about uh, huh? conditions. Well, what I would like to know though is when he gonna go back to the UK though. True, I know true. last update was he he was in that uh, one of them camps that. That that's the thing, and I was about to say the problem mm-hmm. is right now everybody is worried about conditions because they're saying that the the holding area that he's in he's in there twenty three hours a day he only get out for an hour and he got ten minutes on his on a phone, so that that's what everybody is really in uproar about right now. Which if that's the case, I feel like that's kind of ludicrous because it's not like he was arrested, you know, yeah. for a criminal enterprise. He was picked up on ICE on an expired visa, and I'm I'm not gonna say you can't treat all. I mean, is he even an inmate? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I guess if you get arrested by ICE, I guess. You but see, I didn't even, ICE, I didn't even know they were inmate. actually holding. I mean, I don't know like how they even prison work, or something. I thought it was kind of like yeah, he one of them immigration. Like I hate thing. to say it, like one of them detainee like one of them detainee camps, like what they was talking about last year. I mean, ICE is federal. ICE is federal, so I'm assuming he. I, I, I to be honest, like I said, I'm. I'm actually lost. Being in law enforcement, I don't. I'm not afraid to admit that I'm lost on this because I don't know how it works. But he was detained by ICE and they federal, so I'm assuming it's something. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely similar. Like he being be just like any other immigrant right now. Like, um, so the thing that is, you know, getting exposed is like, damn, we treat everybody like that. 
That's rough. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though now with this, I hope that because it's now yep. happening to him and it's actually bringing that more to light, like I'm hoping that now more people will say like, okay, this is a celebrity that's having to deal with this. Imagine what these families that have probably been there for months who haven't been de- that haven't been deported back yet. Imagine what the hell they have been dealing with for an even longer period of time. So yeah. now that it's coming to the light, Hopefully, some change can come from it. Yeah, because I mean, it sounds like he's being treated just like everybody else. Someone I said mean, that in our group. One, like, no. <clears throat> equal, equally or better, because someone actually said that in our group. They were like, they were like normal, normal, you know, uh, people that get deported or detained by ICE mm-hmm. are in worse scenarios than Twenty One is in right now. Because some of them aren't even able to use phone. Like he was, they complained about him not being able to use his phone by a certain amount of time. They like some of them ain't even got phone calls in their first couple of days being yeah, you cool. know detained by ICE. I just I I, I don't know. I I wish. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say I think that it should be, but I wish it was a way that they could decipher some of this stuff. Like clearly, you could tell that somebody is not like like the Pakistani couple that I heard on the Breakfast Club. This family been here for how long, and they got a business. They got kids that's born here. Like, I, I, I wish there was a way that you could say, okay, clearly they're not here with the intent of being illegal and doing some criminal shit. Like, they are upstanding law-abiding citizens. Let's, like, you know, find a way to help them Facts. out versus let's lock them up and send them back to Pakistan. And same thing with 21. I mean, he got kids here. Uh, clearly, he's doing better in society. He's not getting shot, which, I mean, you can get shot. Don't get me wrong. You can get shot and not be a fault. But he's not out there in, in the criminal enterprise world. He's not out there selling drugs like he rap about, you know, in his past. He's not out there doing crazy shit. Like, he's not killing people. Like, he is literally doing good things with his life right now. He's raising his kids and doing good things. Like, I feel like we, I, I wish there was a way we could say, all right, you know, let's let's work this out. Let's find out how we can get past this. This was a big mishap. Yeah. Let's find out how we can But then it. even on top of that, where I've actually, because outside of the whole 21 situation, the biggest problem I have, which I know there, like, there could be some backlash from what I'm about to say, because this is how I feel about it. I feel as though the way a lot of motherfuckers came at Demi Lovato oh, yeah. was completely wrong, and that they need to take a back seat because I, because to me, I, oh, all she was laughing at was the same memes that were saying Sir Twenty One of Savage saying that he was knighted and then like where they did the voiceover to the um double XL freestyle which may I add was funny as shit. But all of a sudden everybody went and they got on her talking about her drug use and her like ODing and everything. And I was like, bro, like none of that shit was necessary because everybody is laughing at these memes. Like everybody's laughing at the meme. No one is laughing at the fact that he's getting deported. But all of these celebrities, like, because Wale was the person that started it. Because he came at her saying, this man getting deported isn't something to be laughing at. And then supposedly she came back at him because she ended up calling him out because he hopped in her DMs a couple years back, which I think is hilarious. Because she basically said that she, she ain't resp- he just mad because she ain't respond to his DMs a couple years back, which, yeah, that just... Uh, that had to hurt him. But then after that, all of a sudden, you see all these people telling her to go, like, 
go shoot up and kill yourself. Then Boosie even like got on her about it. I was like, bro, like I saw I somebody like, posting Boosie like, one in our wild, group. Like y'all and y'all are bragging about the fact that y'all made her delete My, her this, Twitter account, and then people were saying like, oh, she done delete her Twitter account. She probably about to go like commit suicide. And I was like, bro, like y'all is wild. Yeah, I, I I definitely understand what you're saying, and it, and it make a lot of sense. But I I posted when someone posted a Boosie thread, I posted that I felt like it was the N word effect. You know what I'm saying? Like we black, I'm black, you black, type of deal. I could say the N word. This person can't say X Y Z can't say the N word. I feel like it was that type of effect because when I saw Twenty One Savage memes, I saw black people posting them. And I'm pretty sure the the bulk of everybody else saw black people posting. But when Demi started talking, hers really, the way she did it really wasn't that bad. But when she did it, it's like a fire. It's like a rage light up inside people. And they're like, uh-uh, you can't do that. You can't say the N-word. We can say the N-word. You can't. I feel like it was that effect. That that was my and, take on it. I mean, and I can understand the reasoning behind it. But to me, where... Cause it what? Cause I think people there were people who saw it, and they actually liked what she posted on Twitter when she posted it. They actually liked it, and some even retweeted it. Mm-hmm. And then Wale saw it, and when Wale saw something and he said something, then that's where everybody was like, "Oh wait, Wale got a problem." Oh man, come on now. Let's you know, go on. You, you, you know the fickle. You know the mob is fickle now. You know because, that. That ain't even a question. You know, you know the great Shakespeare said, but because I just sick. like I said, I felt bad for her because I was like, "Damn!" Like you literally just said the funniest, the best part of the Super Bowl was laughing at all of the Twenty One Savage memes. And the second she said that, like it was like mm. all hell just came out of nowhere. And then she deleted her Twitter. You got to watch what you say oh, nowadays. Yeah, you got I, to. I will say it like this, because there was one thing that was said about it that made me laugh. There was like, Demi Demi was sitting at the lunch table listening to everybody crack your mama jokes, and she laughed a little too hard, and someone said, oh, I know you ain't laughing, but she ain't had no fire to come back with, so she just walked away crying. That was what they compared it to, which I was like, you got a point, because mm. you can't laugh about, you can't laugh at shit, especially in a group where they're cracking jokes and think that they're not going to get you because you're laughing. So you better have, you better have, your, you better have your ammo locked and loaded because they're going to come for you fast. And sadly, sadly, even if she had mm-hmm. any ammo, because she did throw some ammo at Wally with the he just mad because I ain't responding to his DMs. Only problem is they hit her with the Trump card. The Trump card was you did, you have like just recently OD. So you have a drug addiction problem. So that was a Trump card, and they threw it at you like it was the big joker when playing spades. Like, no matter what you do, you're going to lose this. Just walk away with your head up and just just be done. But I think, I think also because they ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It's like, oh, okay. He hollered, oh, well, you know rappers do that. They tend to want to try to get on to, to another star. They, they love doing I that mean, be- because it's her. That's why I feel as though it may have held a little bit of ammo to it, only because you're like, okay, Wale, you got all these beautiful black women out here, but you hopped in Demi Lovato's, 
and she's not even really all that. It's not. I mean, it's not we've surprising. Seen, we've seen some of really these rappers not. hop. Like we've seen them get in some DMs where you like, bruh, like they're better girls than that. Like at your local mall, and you got in her DM. I mean, Drake, baby mama. Drake baby mama did like a unicorn, and you know people still gave him hell face. because of how she looked, like a like a big big face, like mm-hmm. a long ass face. Shit was weird. Like she built like a unicorn, but her face would be you know the size <laughs> of a unicorn's face. Also, and when you see somebody built like a unicorn, which is a mythical horse, you you just think of their body, but you don't think of their face actually being the size valid. of a mythical horse's face. Very valid. All right, it's once again time for everyone's favorite part of the episode, favorite segment. I'm going to keep saying it until somebody agrees with me, somebody Mm -hmm. that's not on the show. But this week's Ostrich of the Week is none other than Mr. Ruel. Tanaga. I'm gonna say that back for you. I'm gonna roll that back for you. Rowell. Got you. Altanaga. Rowell. Altanaga. Altanaga. Rowell. Altanaga. Not another nigga. (laughs) Altanaga. Altanaga. So listen, let me tell y'all what uh what old runaway Rowell did. This fool, he from New York, by the way. You know the what North folk crazy now. Mm. So, uh, fool, 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 fool. <laughs> this is this man is facing charges of uh, criminal mischief for breaking the front window of a lingerie store to attack a Barack Obama mannequin. Mm. Bruh, we need to get us a sound. We need to get us a sound. You know how. Charlemagne dropped the clues bomb. We need something for that. Mm. We need something. We need a sound for that. Some, someone record me just saying you stupid. Some of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Shit, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, we, for for stuff for stuff like that, we need the sound of a basketball hitting a backboard. That's the sound we need for that. Yeah, like that, <laughs> the, like that. The that, Nick that, Young, the Nick like Young that. three. The, the back, no, not the rim. Nick Young want rimmed out. We need the back more, like that thunk. We need yeah. that. We need, the, we need the sound that it make when it hit the backboard because we need to signify that these motherfuckers is off glass. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate. <laughs> we need to signify the day is off glass. That's what we need. No jumper. These motherfuckers on straight pipe. Like you took Crazy. the like you took the muffler out straight pipe. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Shout, shout out to that ostrich that did take the pipe, mm-hmm. the break line, break line, break line, Bradley, break line, Bradley. He probably still in jail right now, easily because he did kill somebody because of that. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, runaway Ruel. You remember the, the the store manager said all we heard was glass shattering, so we're looking around like, what's going on? At first, we thought one of the mannequins fell through the window. Everybody ran outside, and we didn't see anyone until we went to the window and saw a cinder block. Okay, so it wasn't a mannequin. Someone threw it. So we started looking around to see who it could be, and then we see a man pacing. Turns out the window that Altanaga allegedly broke 
showcase a display with an Obama mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so, worst part is he said he said he thought the mannequin was talking to him. Oh shit. What did he All what, did, way off glass, what did he think dude. it was saying? Yeah. <laughs> we can. Because he <laughs> Because the suspect told a shop employee that the mannequin was talking to him and he didn't like what it said. Yeah. Bruh, I don't want to sound like I'm biased or like racist, but his name doesn't sound American. No, no. No. He even no, tell me that you caught the ostrich because you wanted to fight an Obama mannequin. Bro, yeah. there is a wall. Mannequin. The State of the Union was last night. There is a wall trying to be built right now. A wall to keep names like yours out of here. And you trying to fight Obama. And you just helping. Oh, man. Yeah. Through a cinder block through the window. Bro, his head nine feet deep. (laughs) This time of year right here after the State of the Union last night, he got to have the longest ostrich neck. On the planet, his head is deep, <laughs> deep in the sand. Very longest neck. He got to have the longest neck. But I got because when I saw this, I was like, "Hold on, now this got to be a fake news story." But then I saw the I saw the picture first of the mannequin, and I was like, "Okay, the mannequin do kind of look like Obama a little bit." And then you see the surveillance because they actually posted the surveillance video. And you watching, and you just say to yourself, "This motherfucker really picked up a cinder block, threw it through a window, and actually had the nerve, the audacity, to tell an employee that the Obama mannequin was talking to him, and he did not like what it said. So he threw a mannequin, he threw a brick through the window, just so he could fuck a mannequin up. Boom." That's the off glass sound. Like, that was off the backboard. <laughs> Be- Beasley, that one might be completely off the shot clock because that's a level of high that I have never seen before. Oh, way up. He feel blessed. Way up. Way up. He feel blessed. He's so high. That's crazy, bro. That's insane. That's like... That's like next level because at that point they said he left the scene and then the store employee actually followed him to where they held him for the police because originally he did it, he pays back and forth and then he just walked the fuck off. Mm. Like, you know what? I done fucked some shit up. You know what? I'm just going to go on about But then one of the security officers that was there like followed him and then they just kept him there. Cause they, so at that point they ended up surrounding him. So I mean, I because at that supposedly they had him on the ground. Because according to the manager, well, the owner, he said they had to protect him from a crowd of angry Obama fans oh, because there what? were people what is out going there. Because this is like at that point the lost prevention <laughs> people they had him on the ground and they were holding him down so he wouldn't. What's go happening? <laughs> And while they was holding him down, it was like there were women trying to kick him in the head. Where did people come from? He though? had like damaged a... the Obama. I mean, I guess it was like a bit an actual street with people walking around, but they they said like there were people trying to kick him in the head 
because he had damaged the Obama image. And in my head, I'm like, so, yeah, like, I mean, like, y'all just really just going to walk up and try to kick this man in the head while they're trying to hold him down, waiting for the cops to come? Like, you know, like you know what? Hell of a scene. You know what we're going to do? We're going we gonna to throw another, I'm going to throw an extra ostrich in here, like an ostrich baby for just all those citizens that was walking up and down the street that decided they was going to stop to want to try to kick this man in the head because he damaged a mannequin that had lingerie on it that looked like Obama. Of all the Obama images, y'all motherfuckers can be mad at being damaged. Y'all a mannequin that had lingerie on it, which to me is a little bit more disrespectful than him damaging the mannequin. But y'all gonna kick him in the head because he damaged the mannequin. You know what? New York, y'all some dumb motherfuckers as well. <laughs> y'all, co- y'all coming, y'all coming kind of close to joining <laughs> some of these other states that I'm gonna start saying need to get a wall built around. We don't need to block out Mexico. No, we need to block out some of you dumb motherfuckers in these states because y'all stupid as hell. Y'all some dumb motherfuckers. Up, mm. whoo. Mm. I am mm. astonished. Mm. Mm. Build the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he crazy. but Rewo, whatever, whatever your name is, Rewo, you, sir, are a dumb son of a bitch. But shout out to you at the same time, Rewo, because we about to add the sound effect yeah. in your honor, bro. Man. <laughs> you, you done gave us some ideas. Just a <laughs> You know what? Let me, let's see. Let's see if we can find one yeah, right now. Well, he off glass. Oh, I like that beast. <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed, but I, I post that, that in the Facebook group all the time. Anytime somebody do something crazy, I always post off glass. Oh, I know what it means. Most people don't know what that means, but I mean, it just say off glass. Because uh, when I saw like it earlier. Yeah, cause you said you said bank. You said I think I posted shot. one today. I think I, like, I, think I posted one. Talking about a bank shot, and then I heard somebody say, "Yeah, I said bank shot." Yeah, say yeah, off. Yeah, I posted like, bank oh, shot. you right. Okay, he, you talking about? He just missed that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said off glass like a bank shot. Yeah. <laughs> you right? Yeah. I forgot about that. I said off glass like a bank shot. Oh, it was them boys. It was them boys singing. It was like four boys. They were singing awful. all off key, and they thought we were harmonizing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like ass gas. <laughs> what sounded like they was ass gas off glass. Going That's the name of their group. A G O G. Going platinum. A G O G. They going green. Yeah, come on, Rowell. bro. You out here looking stupid. And you attacking Obama. Stupid. Stupid, bro. You attacking Obama. The mannequin. An Obama mannequin. Not Obama. <clears throat> yes. Hey, you Put know, lingerie it was, on. It was, bes- it was beside a Trump mannequin that also had lingerie on it. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, they they can't. That's what they say. That ain't gonna work. That, that one ain't gonna work. That, that's a that's a little bit more scary, if anything. 
Smooth. Smooth. That shit's on to my But y'all know what? But we're gonna promise y'all right now, next week, y'all gonna y'all gonna catch this sound effect of a ball beating up a backboard. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna figure for somebody. We're gonna figure it out. We got to. Yeah, we gotta get that. Now it's time for the lair after we move off such a that's Every I feel like every week now I say that's like the worst ostrich of the week, but the old buddy probably takes a cake. Uh, so he, I'm telling you, he probably killing, you know. But uh, but as we move into the lair on more on a brighter note, um, it definitely is Black History Month. It's almost the anniversary too of Talking Animals podcast too. I don't know if y'all caught that, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, Black yeah. History segment is what we're going to cover in the lair today. Um, one of the things we noticed in our Facebook group, telling y'all that Facebook group be lit, y'all better, y'all better check us out, is that a lot of people didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that might go off. Oh, shit. Y'all be, yeah. y'all be, y'all be right. Uh, <laughs> pull a Kanye in but we noticed we noticed a lot of y'all didn't really know that uh the the real story, I should say, the truth about Rosa Parks. So give y'all a little history lesson today from the lair. So, you know, uh Beezer reminded me that it's recorded, so I guess y'all don't gotta get no pen and paper out, but but I'm gonna tell y'all about Rosa Parks from from the beginning. No, nope, so listen. Uh Rosa Parks, she was heavily influenced by her grandfather who was actually mixed from a white slave owner sleeping with his mother. I'm sure y'all didn't know that either. So Rose Park wasn't even all the way black. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow because she was like me. I could have guessed. I mean, yeah, but it was some light-skinned people back then, though. Yeah. If you you was light... Nah, bro. (laughs) I mean, if you light-skinned, nah, I think you got something white somewhere in your bloodline. If you was light back then, true, I know true. somebody been damn creepy. Well, Rosa Rosa was Sleep. about a quarter, at least a quarter white. Um, she moved to live with her grandparents when mm. uh, when her parents split at around age six. Um, but then, you know, she, you know, they raised her. She went on to live her life. And, you know, she later got married. And her husband was actually one of the first real activists that she had ever met. He was a Black Panther. So this is really important. So keep that in mind that, you know, her husband mm-hmm. was an activist and, and a Black Panther. So she ended up going to Highlander Folk School. She went there to learn about being an activist in Tennessee. Um, and she was sponsored by a white family that she worked for. They actually sent her. So, um, again, you know, uh, Rosa Parks' journey is, is, is actually influenced by white people. And so... Um, mm. You know, a lot of the jokes is like, oh, you know, Rosa Parks says she was tired whenever she's on the bus. Uh, you know, the and, the and they talk about a lot of quotes with her being tired, but uh, she actually says that she was she was tired of the circumstance, not not tired of being work, not tired from work. But um, you know, on that day, on the day uh, that that she was on on that bus, James Blake was the bus driver that day. Um, she remembered him. She actually remembered him for taking her bus fare. 12 years prior in 
It's crazy. She's so she's holding on to it. So he had robbed over a bus fare basically mm. long time ago. He took her money, didn't give her a ride, you know. Um, and then you know what happened is a white one white man needed a seat before black people had to move so they could move the the whole row back because you couldn't sit on the same row as white people. And she ended up being arrested mm-hmm. for disorderly com- conduct. But here's the kicker though. <clears throat> she was not the first woman to be arrested for not giving up her seat. There's actually two two others originally. There was Claudette Colvin and Mary Louise Smith. See, the thing is though, Claudette would have been, you know, the first, the, the one that's gonna set it all. She's um, if I'm not mistaken, she was like Hispanic or something, you know, so that couldn't really work. Claudette was black, but she was young and pregnant. So they like, all right. This ain't gonna work, but we can put this movement on Rosa and let Rosa, you know, stage just and be tired of the circumstance. Because at the time she was secretary of NAACP. Um, you know, blacks at the time were 75% of the passengers um, you know, that actually rode the rode the buses. Um <clears throat> and because you know of who she was and who her husband was, remember I told you her husband was an activist in Black Panther. All the black people get behind it, you know, and you can get the churches involved too. Instead of you having this young girl out here who's pregnant, and you might have some, you know, some discourse among the people. You set Rosa up because she was one of the pillars of the community. You know, she, you know, she's a picturesque of what you want a strong black woman to be. And then bam, and you get ninety to ninety-nine percent of black support in the boycott effort, which is wild because I don't think you can get ninety to ninety-nine. Thing at this point now so that's y'all a little lesson on uh on rosa parks um you know i could of course go on into you know how how the how the boy what the boycott led to how you know allowed they allowed segregation at first and then they laid off workers uh the original class action lawsuit was uh brought v gale um against the uh, montgomery buses uh, you know, Freddie Gray was a lead lawyer. Um, boycott lasted 381 days, and and before they ended, and you know, so all that, all that's you know, stuff that that's definitely important too. But the things that people you know typically don't know are some of the things that I mentioned. You know, the fact that Rosa Parks actually a quarter white. The fact that she went to school to be an activist sponsored by a white family that she worked for, and she was not the first person to put her foot down and get arrested for not wanting to give up her seat. She was just quote unquote, the best person to be mm-hmm. the face of it. The face. But that, that's actually, that's actually kind of scary to me because I never heard this before. I saw someone post it literally today. And that's, a, that's actually kind of scary to me because the rhetoric that people have nowadays, I posted something in the group earlier today too, where people were saying how black, youth or black young adults nowadays don't stand for anything and it went off on a tangent about how you know marching and selma and the montgomery bus boycott all this different type of stuff that people were going you know through back then and standing for they went off on a tangent about it and to hear now that it's like okay you know we did we did stand for something back then but we had to make sure we had the right face in the place too like to me that's actually it's kind of scary bro it's like okay you know we we standing for something now because of this, you know, but 
if it wasn't the right face, would we actually stand for it? Like, it's it's almost like it's it's what we want to see. Is it's not what was best for the people or what happened when it actually if, happened. If it's you think about it, it, it happens all the time. If you think about it, we already touched on it twice during this show subconsciously. First thing I said at the beginning of the show was how history gets whitewashed. Well, this is not a case where a whitewash because it's not making a white man look good, but it's brushing some things under the rug during history because we want you to have the, the story that we want, like that that fairy tale. And then the second time mm-hmm. we touched on it was when we were talking about 21 Savage because we were talking about the conditions in those camps. But wasn't nobody upset until somebody famous went in there. Again, it's just all about having mm-hmm. faith. We're going to be the drive of motivation. You know, so That's crazy. You know, it is unfortunate, but the thing is, you know, to your to your point, we're talking about like, you know, today's generation doesn't stand for anything. For one, you know, it could be, you know, being more calculating about having a face, uh, the face of trying to find the right moment. But it also could be the fact that there's just so many, so many other tasks, too. You know, it's just <laughs> It was. I feel like it was easier then to get a get on one accord for one common goal, because you know there was segregation. There was you know that was a big thing. So like, how are we gonna knock down segregation one by one? But now we got. Yep. Hell, we trying to get equal pay. We trying to get equal rights. We got justice reform. And you, you got uh, <clears throat> you know school districts that you that you feel you know that are underprivileged. You got so many things. It ain't that people not standing for nothing. They just choosing mm-hmm. these spots. And and I and mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the way we go about it is different nowadays. You know, you got people that, you know, that like I said, I'm trying to invest into the community. And you you probably not gonna catch me marching for nothing. But if you try to find out where my dollars circulating, I bet they last more than six hours in the black community. So everybody just got a different battle that they fight, and that's that's what I think it is today, at least. Anyway, this is valid. That's I mean, it's deep. It's deep stuff. Yeah. I honestly never heard of it before. Yeah. Today. It's wild. It's wild, bro. Wait till I hit y'all with that Black Panther story oh. next week. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. On our, our history, man, it's it's uh it's wild, and um, you know, you almost feel uh like betrayed by the generations that came before, though, because I feel like that's something that should have been talked about. Like, nah, Claudette got this thing jumping now, but we need Rosa to be the leader. You know, I think that could have been easily accepted too. Yep. <sighs> that ain't how it went. So. Mm. So that's the it's the Black History segment from y'all for y'all this this week from from the Lair from the Talking Animals podcast. You know we give y'all a little bit of everything, man. We we at least we try to. You know you want a little bit of politics, you want a little bit of history, you want a little bit of that nasty shit. It's everybody in the Facebook group seems to like. You know, <laughs> and, and if you want to laugh, we <laughs> we give you everything. We give you everything, man. Yes, we do. So. Back back to the Lions then this week. And it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be busy. So uh we we're gonna give you the we're gonna give you the flow busy. 
tell us tell us what you got on your mind this week, bro. Bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, my biggest thing is this: when when has everybody become so, I guess, uh, sensitive about you know things that go on mm. in the media? You know, like why? When 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 can we? When do we have to? I, we talked about it a few weeks ago. I think it was oh, yeah. comedians. Yeah. Like when do when do when do comedians have to, you know, dumb it down? When do they have to tone it down? Do they ever have to tone it down? Things of that nature. And I think you know, part of me, I, I, I actually, I actually uh, deter for a little bit because it's so ironic, man. And I feel like sometimes I can't really speak on certain things when it comes to our podcast itself. Because, you know, certain things might affect certain people. So it's actually ironic because I was going to make a joking. And this is long before I even knew was, you know, I was this yeah. week's then. I was going to make a joking post. About, you know, how people always post things on Facebook and it's like, oh, my my such and such, you know, y'all, 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 y'all pray for me. You know, I had some death in the family, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm always one of those type of people. I'm nosy. I'm from Alvin, South Carolina. Everybody <laughs> know me, know me. I'm Southern. I'm from Alvin. I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. If you talk about somebody dying on Facebook, I want to know who it is. I want to know how they died. I want to know all that. I'm like, why can't I ask questions? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know. And you always have those people that say, you know, you shouldn't ask questions. So I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, I got some cooth about me. But deep down inside, I want to know how did they <laughs> die. You know, because I want to say RIP too. But I want to know why I'm saying it. I want to send my condolences as well, but I'm nosy. So when you post and say, you know, pray for me, pray for my family, I'm on Google. I'm trying to find out. I'm Googling <laughs> their first name, middle name, last name. I'm trying to find their address. I want their license plate. I'm trying to find how they died. But my biggest thing is like, you know, are, are we insensitive? Am I insensitive because of that? You know, like, when when has it become, you know, too sensitive? And ironically, I was thinking about that. And then, you know, this week we have, you know, this topic of discussion of when something happens, can we post it or can we not post it? And that's what my den is. That's what my, that's what grinds my gears. Like, when when do we have to cut it off? When do we have to stop? Like, you know, is is it, is it too far when you post about something that's in the news on WIS, we from Columbia. WIS, WLTX, Watch Fox, Facebook, Google, Live Five, wherever, whoever broadcasts out in Newberry. You know what I'm saying? Like, can we not post about it? If they post about it, do they gotta delete stuff, or is it just us? That's 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 my my take on it. What, what's, when when is it too much? My uh, my my response to your lines then this week, BZ, is I think my same response from when we touched on a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about comedians specifically, um, I think, you know, things have to be just taken for what they are. But also, though, I think that because we've developed this culture of sensitivity, like, hey, you can't say this, you can't say that, or you can't do this, you can't do that, I think it's made people just it just adds, it just breeds more and more sensitivity. Like it just adds to it. And people just, you know, kids, especially in particular become soft. It's just like when they started those participation trophies, I'm sure at some point it started with somebody losing 
you know, and crying and being upset. And instead of you uh, telling your kid, hey, you need to get better so that you can get a trophy next time, we like, mm, let's give mm-hmm. all the kids trophy. So you. That's, that's a, yeah, it's a good outlook. I, I guess I just want to know, like, because I'm, like I say, I'm from Alvin, South Carolina. Nosy as fuck. Nosy by nature. I just want to know. I'm, I, I mean, I just want to know, is it just me? Like, because I want to know. I want to know all the details. You know, if you got details, I want to know. If you got details, I want to know. <laughs> if I got them, I want to share them. You feel me? I want to know. Am I that insensitive? You know, because I, 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 and also, you know, I, I, I will say this too because when I was going through the police academy, I learned one thing, and and it made me feel like you know I've been I've been a part of this field for a long time before I ever got into it because some of these things seem so natural to me, and we have to watch out for one of these things they call gallows gallows humor. And it's nicknamed off of, you know, mm-hmm. like what you would think. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows what a gallow is. It's nicknamed off of that because people in in that field, in the medical field, in the law enforcement field, people that see things, grave things, sometimes are able to cope with it easier by just making light of a situation. Not necessarily a joke, but we take things differently. They take things differently than the average normal person would. So you can look at a joke, you know, so I'm, sometimes I wonder, is it gallows humor with me that I'm able to accept certain things and still talk about it? Or is that normal? Because everybody else still talking about it, too, on a broader spectrum. But I, I don't, don't think it's just you. Is it just me? Like, I mean, because I be wanting to know what I happened. feel like that's that's something like everybody know really you know wants what I'm to know. Like, because I think in certain situations, some people, because inherently you all want to know what's going on. Like, there's no doubt about it. But I think some people, they're too worried about people feeling some type of way or they they constantly focus on other things because me personally i mean if something happens like especially in the situation you're talking about because me and you we both from the same place if somebody come and they knock on my door and they say oh did you hear about so-and-so then all of a sudden i'm gonna be like oh shit what happened to so-and-so oh how they die who got the body which i feel like i don't got yep. old i don't i feel like i don't got old because I am starting to stand into asking that question of who got the body, where the weight gonna be at. Yep. Who got them? Gavin so I feel like I done got old because that's what Gavin my mom Scott, always <laughs> used to do. Like I would hear them on the phone, like, "Oh, they die? How they die? When? Where they die at? When the funeral? When the weight? Where the weight at?" And bro, it's not even. <laughs> for real, but it, it's not even just that, bro. Like any situation, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got if somebody broke into your car this past week and you come on Facebook and made a GoFundMe because somebody broke into your car and they stole, you know, say you got your own business, you got your own painting business, and you and, and you got a, a a a Dodge Ram with a cover on the back and you had it locked up. You got uh two thousand dollars worth of paint machines and brushes and rollers and apps and and, and and poles. You got a couple ladders on the top and somebody stole all that shit. And now you come on Facebook and say, you know, I need somebody to pray for me, you know, I'm starting to go for me. Somebody then, you know, got me, blah, blah. I wanna know what they got. I'm I'm gonna pray for you and I'm probably gonna donate to your go for me. But what did they steal? That's the Alvin in me. I wanna know. I just I just feel like, you know. I feel like I shouldn't be chastised because I want to know. 
That's just me. Oh. Okay, man. And, and there you yeah, have it. Right we we, we want to know. know. <laughs> we just want to know. I want to know, Joe. <laughs> call me Joe Beasy from now on. Just call me Joe Beasy. <clears throat> Bro, call me call me Joe Beasy, bro. Nigga, Joe Beasy, yeah. I want to know. said <laughs> <laughs> Joe Beasy. This. Y'all, y'all get back to me. Tell me, tell me, Reverend Notch, y'all be wanting no shit. It's a little, it's a little off on tangent, but I want to know if y'all have y'all ever seen. This is all I know. For the people that listen to this podcast, have y'all ever seen anybody post anything on Facebook and it had uh it was resulting in maybe like serious injury or death or debt, anything like that that you didn't really know the story behind and somebody was soliciting your prayers? Did you want to know what was actually going on? I want to know, am I the only one? Are there some like-minded individuals? Are there some other Joe Bees? There's some other there. Joe Bees. Y'all let me know. We're, we're- Real quick before we go, man. I, I I think for real though, whenever uh whenever people asking for prayers, like I don't know, man. I, I uh, I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna tell the truth. Sometimes I, mean, I don't my- pray for them, bro, I be like, I feel like I feel like they just asking for attention because it's like, bro. Because I mean, if whatever going on, like you know, unsolicited prayer. But like you, you know, they'll say something, you know, but they don't want to tell you nothing. Man, you just want attention. Why are you gonna ask people yeah. in your press circle? Where your press yeah. circle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking yeah. about. You know what I'm <laughs> we got two Joe That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, I'm saying, when I got bro, some I going on that is not for social media, I'm gonna tell my dog or whatever. I'm telling you know, I'm telling whoever I want to tell close to me, and then that's it. But if I want Facebook to pray for me or Perfect. whatever, Listen. which has never happened, I'm gonna tell. I'm a, but I'm gonna be vocal about why. And y'all pray for me. I got a job interview. Bro, so, I, you know, I want something. Yeah, <clears throat> I want y'all to pray for me right now, bro. I got uh, everybody that can hear the sound of my voice. I want y'all to pray for me because I had set a New Year's resolution. I want to lose some weight. I want to get down about seventy pounds this year. I want. For the left side of my breast meat to equal up to the same side as the right side of my breast meat. I want y'all to pray. I want y'all to pray that I can get there. That's a goal. You know what I'm saying? I, I, but I tell y'all that. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't going to just say pray for me. Pray that my chest meat end up being the same size by November. That's my goal. Y'all pray for me. I just want to know, can I get the same? Y'all tell me what y'all want me to pray for. That's what I want to know. That was that was what I was going to talk about it before. But, it, you know, I just want to add in there, like, are we, are we, you know, are we insensitive because some of us think like that? Because some of us want to be able to talk about it. So y'all let me know what y'all think about like that. I don't think so. Whoever, whoever listening. By 400 of y'all don't listen to the first one. So by the time 400 listen to this one, I want all 400 of y'all yeah. to tell me what y'all yeah. think about that. Slide in my DM. <laughs> 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 now, that's it for us this week. Hey, thank y'all for y'all support. Hey, I'm sure y'all don't know this. We done picked up another sponsor. Hey, you know, uh, shout out to them. Uh, y'all, I'm sure y'all heard it already. Now I'm sure I know y'all heard it already. If y'all listen to the podcast, we appreciate y'all support. Keep checking us out. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Peace. And catch y'all next week.